Good. Let's say, let's go. Let's go. Says, so again, the Ramchal writes as follows. Sinas So what I say, so remember again, another part of humility is this, now, Sinas Harabonus, I will say in this context means that a person literally, again, despises positions of power. Ubricha sakovid. And runs away from covet. So Mishnah Ruchi. So we'll say, remember again, this is a necessary step for humility, which makes sense. Because if a person is always running after power, a person is running after standing, a person is running after covet, then ultimately that's arrogance. So humility is the opposite of arrogance. And therefore, in order to go ahead and be a humble person, a person has to want to go ahead and run away from all of these things covet. Mishnah Ruchi. Ahaves hamalacha usnas harabanos. Love to work and despise, despise positions of power. Sometimes people want positions of power. Why? Because they want to be able to tell other people what to do. So the Gemara says, it's so much better. By the way, the sun is out. Just pointing out, the sun is out. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So so ultimately, again, the best thing in life is to be a worker. The best thing in life is to be a worker. So go ahead and in life run towards being a worker and go ahead and literally despise positions of authority. But Omru Oud will say, by the way, it doesn't mean despise people in positions of authority. And I will say, also remember again, sometimes in life we have to take on positions of authority. When Chazal tell us to despise Rabbanus, to despise positions of authority, what it's saying is, don't make the pursuit of authority a major thing in your life, right? I will say some people are just, their goal is to be in charge, right? Their goal is to have the power. Don't live a life like that. Sometimes life calls upon you to take on reins of responsibility, but even then, do so reluctantly because the greatest thing in life is not to be the guy in charge. The greatest thing in life is to be the guy who makes things happen, right? To go ahead and ultimately be the worker. For Amru Oot, Hagasti Baba, Shota, person who goes ahead and is, he literally again becomes arrogant. Haura means literally in rendering halachic decisions. So if he's gas, right, if he's arrogant and ultimately again renders decisions, shote, he's a fool. Russia, the gas, anyone who runs after covered, so it's also a profound statement that people who spend their lives running after covered, you know, they never get it. They never get it. It's an incredible thing. People who don't want COVID, COVID comes to them. People who are always looking for COVID ultimately never find it. Don't run after. I will say, don't run after leadership. Lama. Pen ma tasa I will say, this is incredible. Sometimes a person runs after leadership and they get it. And they get it. There's only one problem, which is. They're not fit for it. So I'll say, so now what happens? The worst thing in life is to be vested with authority and not to actually know what to do with it. Because what's going to happen? person runs after a position of power. They get it, right? They get it. Mazel tov, you got it. What's going to happen? Now tomorrow they're going to ask you questions. Right? And he's giving you, say, it doesn't, what do you fill in the blank? Whatever it is. Good. Now you're the boss. You're the boss. So tomorrow they ask you questions. What should we do about this? What should we do about this? And then what happened? There's only one problem. What's the problem? You don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. Because the whole thing was about being the guy in charge without ever recognizing, without ever asking, should I have been in charge or not? Whoever takes upon himself leadership in order to benefit himself, we'll say, taking on leadership, taking on position of leadership in order to benefit from it, 
Rebosei is like adultery. Shehu nene migufa shal isha. Rebosei, what's adultery? What's adultery? Adultery is a man benefiting from something that is not his. So sometimes Rebosei, again, a person goes ahead and vies for a position of authority that doesn't belong to him. It's not yours. It's not yours. I would say, so ultimately, again, the Gemara says, benefiting from saying it doesn't belong to you. Oh, Sham Am Rabbi Abo. Rabbi Abo said, Ani, it's Kadosh. I am called Kadosh. Baruch says, if you don't resemble me in that you don't have Kiddusha, Baruch Hu says, I'm the boss, I'm in charge. If you want a position of authority, you must have mastered, ultimately, again, divine emulation. Shabbat says, if you're like me, you're Kaddish like me, then you could take upon yourself a position of authority. But if not, if not, then don't. We'll, we'll talk about, again, what to do with this, right? Because not every single person in a position of authority meets this standard. So we'll discuss this. The students of Rabbi Gamliel will prove this point. Rabbi say they were poor. And they could have supported themselves ultimately by taking on positions of authority within the Jewish community. But they did not want to. They did not want to. They sooner chose to be poor than to take on positions that they felt they were not fit for. Avdus ani no sein lochem. The way he tried to convince his students ultimately to take on these positions is, he says, I'm not telling you to be leaders, I'm telling you to be servants of the community. Woe to the Rabbanos, because it buries anyone who has it. How do we know that the Rabbanos buries people? Now the truth is that statement of really could be interpreted in two ways. Here, what Ramchal is saying is the challenge of being in a position of authority is almost everyone in a position of authority at some point in time misuses his authority. And the example of that they give is from Yosef. That Yosef ultimately, again, he used his authority and he, he ruled in an authoritative way. And Chazal finds him culpable a little bit for that in certain respects. That's why he predeceased all of his brothers. Of course, I will say, the Pashib Shat of Ailul Rabbanos says Baila means that Rabbanos, right? Rabbanos, positions of authority, they bury the people who have them. Either people get buried underneath the all, underneath the burden of that authority, or ultimately, again, it ages a person prematurely. We'll say, you know, the, you know, the example of this is with Shmuel HaNavi. The Navi calls Shmuel a Zakein, but Shmuel was only 52 years old when he died. When he died. So we'll say, so what's the Pshat? How is he old who is 52? Shmuel held the responsibility of Kalal Yisrael on his shoulders, and it aged him. It aged him. They will say, no, it's like the Gemara of Azariah, right? The Elizabeth Azariah was appointed to be the Rosh Hashiva. And the Gemara says that what happened? A miracle. He says, I look like I'm 70 years old. So the Gemara says, well, what happened? What happened? He became, he became the, the head. And a miracle happened and his hair turned white. His hair turned white. The Marashah says, there's no miracle. That's what happens when you become a leader within Klaudi Yisrael. Right? In other words, he aged. 
he aged overnight. He just he just aged. That that's the yoke of that responsibility. Here, the Ramchal is understanding it over here that anyone who's vested ultimately with authority, unfortunately, inevitably, at some point in time, misuses that authority. Here is the rule. Leadership is an incredible burden. So that rests on the shoulders of he who bears it. You know, when a person is an individual and kind of sitting anonymously, he's just, you know, he lives amongst people. He's only responsible for himself. Once a person takes on a position of authority and leadership, it was his incredible episode. A leader is responsible for his flock. A leader is responsible for his constituency. So when, you, when a person is just a regular guy, all you're responsible is for you. But once a person assumes the mantle of leadership, he's responsible for everyone beneath him. Ki alav lahashkif akulam. His obligation is to look out for all of them. Veliros osam deva haskel hashem asayim and lead them on the right path. Literally again to to work out or to straighten out their deeds. Veim lav. And if the leader is unsuccessful, veashamam barashechem. The leader bears the responsibility for the collective guilt of his flock. Ksev amru chachamim vaakavod eino ela. So we'll say fine. So we'll say so that's. That's Rabbanos. That's Rabbanos. So we'll say, so again, what is Ramchal cautioning us to? You see, we'll say, there's this dialectic. What's the dialectic? On one hand, we're seeing about the danger of leadership. Rabbanos say, but there's the other piece to this, which is, you know, if everyone says, I'm not going to be a leader, then there's no leadership. So obviously there are circumstances that call upon us to rise up, to roll up our sleeves and to be a leader. But when we have those moments, it's just important for us to be cognizant of all of the dangers of Rabbanus, of all of the dangers of leadership. Leadership has incredible privileges, the ability to affect change, the ability to go ahead and move a, a, a constituency, a flock forward. The dangers, the dangers is it goes to your head. The dangers or you don't know what you're doing, you think you know what you're doing, and you don't stop to ask, is what I'm doing correct or not? And you just kind of move full force. So I will say, so there's this dialectic. So Ramchal is cautioning us to the dangers of leadership, but no one should walk away thinking that the takeaway, let's say it's easy to take away, right? Oh, this is great. What's the takeaway message? Just takeaway message? No leadership for me, right? I'm just, I'm going to mind my own business, retreat into my corner, and that's great. That's not the takeaway from this. I will say every single one of us has an obligation that when leadership calls, you answer that call. And don't make it ask twice. If your people, your community, right, needs you, you stand up and you do what needs to get done. But when you do so, just be ever aware of the dangers associated with that leadership. I'll say one last piece and I'm going to start for today. Ha-co- right? We have more, right? Hakavid. Hakavid. Good. Hakavid. Well, I'll say, what's with Kavid? Hakavid ain't ala havalava. I'll say, honor. Honor. Kavid is, is nothing. Kavid is nothing. Once life becomes about the pursuit of honor, so I'll say, people do crazy Things for covered, crazy things for covered. Person could literally again mavra al daito, a person do crazy things. A person ultimately could go against that kaddish baruch all for the sake of covered. Someone who understands the destructive nature of covered will will go ahead. What is the word? Eschew, eschew, 
Eshu. E-S-C-H-C-H-E-W. How do you pronounce it? Eshu. We'll eshu it. Right? Vatilos. Asher yehalaluhu b'nei adam. And I will say, when a person gets praise, you are love of Torah. I will say, it's incredible. It's incredible. So I will say, it's so easy for things to go to our head. And it's so easy to seek out. I will say, you know, sometimes, especially again, those of us maybe who suffer with poor self-esteem, you know, it is so, it is so, it is so tempting, like to seek out praise, to seek out praise, right? Because again, especially if you don't feel so good about yourself, like, but I will say the problem is when you run to seek out praise, then suddenly you start to do things that will earn you the praise of others. But the things that will earn you the praise of others and the covet of others often are not the right things to do in life. So the Ramchal just says running after covet is a very dangerous thing because it can get you to do all the wrong things in life. He goes on, People, first of all, praise you for all kinds of things that are not true. I will say, you know, sometimes also people heap praise upon you. Why? Because they want something from you. The praise is not genuine. The praise is not real. It's just manipulative. He says, All that Ramchal is saying is just be honest with yourself about who and what you are. Because a lot of times, ultimately, again, I know my deficiencies. I know where I'm lacking in life. And I will say often, the praise that's heaped upon me, it's not genuine and it's not true. Therefore, the Ramchal says, the pathway to humility is by eschewing covet. Covet is nice. Covet makes us feel good. And I will say, yes, when you do the right things in life, does the covet come? Absolutely. But I will say, don't run after it. Because if I, if I fall into the trap of running after covet, first of all, that speaks volumes about my self-worth. I will say, people who have good self-esteem do not need others to keep covet upon them in order to feel good about themselves. And when life becomes about the pursuit of covet, suddenly that opens me up for all types of negative and erroneous behaviors. Rather, says Ramchal, be honest about who and what you are. Know your deficiencies, know your strengths, and ultimately, again, when covet comes your way, say, very nice. But you know what? I don't need it. I don't need that in order to feel good and feel strong about me. I will say, shkayach, we'll stop it for today. Breakfast. Breakfast, breakfast. Okay, Chavra, Zeb, you want to make the... Uh, I will say, just that. Let's listen to Zeb. Let's listen to Zeb.